Hello, my dears. My name is Joanna, and I welcome you to Johanna Takonis, the deconstruction of CPSD podcast. In this episode, we do things a little bit different. With this being the 100th episode, I thought it would be a good time to redo the introduction, as quite a bit has changed since then. We will go chronically from my earliest years to the most recent perspective. I will summarize a lot to keep the size manageable and try to avoid being graphic or anything the like. This should help not to overwhelm people. I have more information in episode 1 and there will be more on the website or in doubt, just ask me. That being said, let's get started. We start with me being a baby. Even that early the abuse started. Not that I have any memories of that, but there are family videos with strong indication of what is happening off screen, but not of sound. The body remembers, and it causes a unique trauma. I suffered through every version of trauma at least once, except being penetrated before I even entered primary school around age 6. This also includes the torture. I also lived in constant fear of dying through the whole time, non-stop, 24-7. I had a main abuser, no, not my parents, but also a wide array of lesser abusers in my family. I was able to identify some now on the narcissism spectrum, which is rather hard given the subject matter. So one can say I have an extensive knowledge about trauma. To put it mildly, despite being the perfect little girl they told me to be, so the bad things wouldn't happen. And did I try to be that good girl? But I was set out to fail from the start. And it only gotten worse from there, as in starting around age 6. Besides the daily beating, the other behaviors became more and more escalating. All while the daily beating just got worse and will end up causing nerve damage in my arms. Which was a trade-in for my brain that I desperately tried to protect and succeeded to do so. But as bad as the beatings were, they were on a schedule. The surprise attacks during the day were worse and more dangerous. While in the evening it was just to let out all the anger, during the day he exploded and had no limits how far things could go. This was when he went the farthest and was the most unhinged. Where he liked to experiment. Where my suffering was the focus. Around age 12 it started getting more towards psychological torment. Despite that, one of the consequences was that my body started to deteriorate. Slowly, but steadily. Something I still feel the consequences of to this day, and likely will stronger in the future. At age 16 plus, it came to a showdown which ended with the whole ordeal ending. The physical side mostly at least. But my mental state nonetheless kept getting worse. Slowly, but inevitably. Until it completely broke out, during my psychology study. It is truly never a good sign to see your symptoms on the screen during class, 
I remember just thinking, fuck me. I also knew I had to move fast and get help ASAP. Despite my attempts to get help as soon as possible, no one accepted me. I was an old case, hopeless. The chances of treatment were low and no spot available or none at least for an old case. I ended shortly in a spot with an unfinished psychology student, but had to give that up when my state worsened and I had to move back with my mother. There I got no help, which meant I was doomed to die. It gotten worse and worse. I was in a state of intense pain. I felt like my body was torn apart, but slowly and without me dying. I slept when I could, in, in short patches. Hours of sleep became more and more a rarity. Even if I slept, I had horrific nightmares and kept waking up. I couldn't eat. When I was able to eat, I just stuffed my face to not starve. I couldn't focus. I could barely do anything at all. This was PTSD in end stage for me. Agony without any chance of distraction. Which led inevitably to the end of the line for me. My body told me that I was a few months at best away from dying. Whatever I was doing needed to change. That was the point where I decided I couldn't make things worse. As if I'm an optimist. But there was literally no other choice besides lying down to die and that was never my way. So, not an option. I had no hope of healing. I just tried to apply my knowledge to reduce my suffering and make my remaining time less painful. I was actually shocked how easy and successful I was, despite it taking weeks to do so. I had no help. The support of my surrounding could be boiled down to Are you healed yet? despite knowing CPTSD was incurable, at least to our knowledge back then. Suffering less and getting more time sounded like a pretty good deal to me, so I tried again, and kept going and going and going, until after years I had bitten enough down and had conquered my first CPTSD. I was healed, but not cured which meant now I had the choice do I return back to normal life or continue what I started. And, after that absolute agonizing experience, I decided I want to never ever deal with this nightmare again. So I went underground to deal with it once and for all. In the end, with great success. Better than anything I had dared to dream for. Now that I was fully cured, I tried to get to the club meeting of CPDSD cured people and it had taken so long with all those wrong paths I had chosen and with no help, I lost track of many of my fellow sufferers on the way. I thought I was dead last. The clubhouse was empty and it dawned on me what happened to those I lost track along the way. I knew the state of others. That was the moment I developed survivor's guilt and got my PTSD symptoms back. 
which slowly started to escalate again. I will stick to my comparison of a burning building. You get out completely blinded still by the smoke that made seeing inside almost impossible, only to discover you are the only one who made it out of the building. But you can still hear the screams. Or sometimes only the body that is left from the attempt. What do you do in such a situation? Going back in isn't going to do any good. So you try to shout instructions. Which is how the idea of this podcast was born. The plan was to give the instructions on how I left the building and help the others to leave the building. While preparing and doing the podcast, I began to cure myself for more and more CPDSDs and PDSDs. That I had to change my position on either you have it or you don't, and started making a list. I also kept learning about PTSD and everything around it. During the podcast, I realized that I hadn't gotten any help, not only because I was an autist, and it was harder, but also because how horribly bad the situation was for everyone, how lacking resources and information and available treatment was, which made me change my podcast to cover more and me starting to offer therapy. But then, once again, tragedy hit at the second half of last year and I was confronted with a horrendous situation that would last for months and cause a cluster trauma. But then, once again, tragedy hit at the second half of last year and I was confronted with a horrendous situation that would last for months and cause a cluster trauma. This led me to cancel and store my plans. But the worst was that at the end of the last year, I had to deal with three cluster traumas at the same time. That was a lot, even for me. While my success wasn't in question, that did block and slow down me quite a bit. Which led to a noticeable chaos and change in podcasts. Which I am sorry for, but it was outside of my control. The aftermath of it sadly still causes for stumbling in my everyday now and then. Nothing serious, but enough to cause trouble occasionally. I want to end this episode on a silver lining after all this rather dark content. I gained intense and deep knowledge of trauma and how it is structured and works. This knowledge, I believe, can be used to help so many people who have little hope right now. My trouble with putting that knowledge into words that people understand is sadly the biggest slowdown and something I can't just change because the reason is my autism, which also makes it possible for me to visualize PTSD. And this helped me to be able to say that I can cure a basic PTSD within a few months. It of course depends on how strong the patient is going and if life doesn't sabotage, which it realistically does most of the time. That is just how it is. This is what makes me hopeful, that my experience will help eradicate or at least constrain this illness as much as possible, and rid humanity of this pain as much as possible. 
that was it for today's episode. I hope you found it insightful. Hope you are safe and well. And as always, if you have any questions or feedback and the like, please let me know at contact me at johannatakunz.com. More information and transcripts you can find us usually under johannatakunz.com slash podcast. Information regarding therapy you can find under johannatakunz.com slash therapy. And links are in the description. I hope to see you next time. Watch yourselves and have a wonderful time.